Welcome back to Star Realms Minicast. Paul Solomon here, and we have a very exciting week on the Minicast and on the Realms, uh, because this week, on Wednesday, <clears throat> Star Realms creator Darwin Castle will be joining me on the program for a little interview, a live play, strategy discussion. If you have any questions you'd like to ask Darwin Castle, well, send me a message or reply on Facebook or something, and I may ask him. Uh, I'm not going to push him too hard, but we'll see. And, uh, and then we'll play, and hopefully we'll see if he's got any nuggets of uh, truth or insights to share with us on the program. Also happening Wednesday, the Star Realms Pre, which has constituted much of the first 40 episodes of this minicast, is going to have its finale. The Star Realms Pre Invitational, as it's called by Sam Hall, but I call it the Star Realms Grand Prix. And this is the top 16 standings points earners from the regular season, if you will, the 10 tournaments leading up to this point. I am the 10 seed going into it, and I believe Seafudge is my first round matchup. This is going to be very cool. It's going to be a live tournament broadcast starting at 9 o'clock Central on this Wednesday. Uh, it's going to be Twitch streamed by Sam and others. And one of the more interesting things here is that you can, just as you would for March Madness, fill out a bracket. Pick your winners. Who's going to win between Paul Solomon and Seafudge? Who's going to win between the real Void and Baby Girl? Who's going to win between Briah's Stupid and whoever the other person is? Um, I encourage you to find that on Facebook. If you go to the Star Realms fan-created community and search for Star Realms Fantasy, you will find it. If you go to challenge.com and check out Star Realms Fantasy, you'll probably find it there. Uh, let me know if you need help. Looking very forward to that. In other news, we just got underway with Rogue Realms Cup 3. As you may recall, I was the winner of Rogue Realms Cup 2. This is probably my favorite tournament format because it's very, very fast. On day one of the tournament, you must send all the challenges to all of the players in a round robin and play them at once, essentially. Um, and so the, the round robin portion gets finished very fast, which I love. Um, I started out with a win, I think, and then I had a really bad loss that frustrated me and set me on tilt pretty bad. Listen to this. Turn one, um, format is like mm, bottom deck, maybe? Bottom row, rather? <laughs> bottom deck, that's a good format. That's the one I usually play. Um, I top decked a uh, battle bot, and I also got a, an oracle in my discard pile. Second hand, I bought, I scrapped two with acceptable losses, and I got a cargo pod. I'm set, right? Scrap an attack, buy a good card, scrap cargo pod for more. I lost that thing by a ton. I don't even know what happened. Aging Battleship is one of the things that happened. Uh, Stealth Towered Orbital Platform is another thing that happened. I got just destroyed. Big props to Dan Warner, DJW, for the win, but I was not happy. Um, one other tournament that's gotten underway is pretty interesting is the Rogue E-Harmony. This is coming out of the Rogue Realms group. Obviously, as you can tell on the minicast, I am playing a lot of tournaments there. Um, this is an interesting one. This is a, dreamed up by Alex Hines Vorizori, good, good buddy of the minicast. Um, and in this one, I think there's 10 of us maybe, uh, there's a questionnaire at the start of the tournament, and you, you send in your answers, like what's your favorite expansion, favorite card, etc. And then the answers are posted, and you sort of pick which answer player you want to play play against you don't know who it is but you pick based on the answer so it's sort of like a matchmaking service that's why we call it rogue e-harmony and uh first match against vasellis rob davies got him 
beat them up pretty good. It was a close match, but a uh, fun one. And let's see. I don't know. So much more going on. I'll keep you posted. Stay tuned for more. Question of the day today is coming from Mark Zilla. He's got a call in. I'll send it over to him. Hey, Paul, this is Mark Zilla on the Realms, and it's not really related to the question of the day, but I just had a question you might want to discuss on the show. So what do you do when the trade roll stalls out on you? So your opponent's a little bit ahead of you on damage, but you do not have anything you can buy in the trade row to boost your own damage. So how do you avoid getting into that situation? What do you do if you're in it and you need to get out of it? Um, Thought that might be something interesting worth discussing. Love your show, and uh, have a great day. Thank you, Mark, for the call-in. Much appreciated. Great question. This does happen in Star Realms. What do you do with a stalled row? Maybe everything's too expensive, or maybe everything's terrible. Uh, and you might be trailing on damage in your deck. What do you do? How do you keep yourself out of those? Let's hear from you. Call into the show, leave a message, or leave a message on Facebook. I'll post it on air. All right, we got some good write-ins here on the uh, question of the day. Uh, first of all, Jim Chatham says, if the trade row stalls and if you're behind in combat, well, he just loses, duh. And that is going to happen probably more times than not in this scenario. If you're behind in combat and you're going to now start to, you know, chase money or do different things, uh, you're going to stay behind in combat and maybe lose. But JKMNO, friend of the program here, says, um, bye-bye. Assuming you're weak in green trade row manipulators, grab some weak trade fed or any cantrip and try to keep afloat. Uh, Also, play with events. That's a good point. Playing with events will kind of keep the trade row a little more lively and make things happen and um, actually maybe level things off a little bit sometimes. I'm not sure. Um, more on events another time, but obviously you can buy any cantrip. You can buy a Falcon. You can buy, you know, a Corvette. <clears throat> Those are good little cards. Um, I'll also throw into the mix that I will buy something like a Trade Raft, um, which even if I'm not in blue necessarily, I'll buy a Trade Raft just knowing that the next time it comes up, I can scrap it. Um, and it just won't be an issue anymore. Just to see one more card that's maybe important for my deck. Um, good points in there. And in general, if you're falling behind, you want bases and healers to try to give yourself some time to put together a better looking deck. Anthony McDaniel says, once I, once I started buying explorers to scrap for extra damage, which I guess is fine. You buy some explorers, you're going to get, you know, at best 10 attack per turn from them, plus a bunch of money, which will let you buy the stuff that's stalled in the row. And would give your opponent a chance to do something with him. Uh, again, this sort of points out the importance of the trade row scrappers in the meta game here. Those are really vital, and I recommend them for all decks. Um, that last comment, though, does, does bring up a funny story, which was, uh, I don't know if many of you have played with the scenario deck that give you kind of alternate rules for each game, but there's one of those that says, I think... The first explorer you buy each round goes on top of your deck. And it might even be that they scrap for three damage. I can't remember. 
But in any case, I spent an entire game t- on the tabletop with the scenarios, and all I did was buy um, explorers. I top-decked explorers, and then I would scrap them for damage and use them to buy more explorers because they were cycling so fast. And it was very silly. I would say that scenario was not so fun. There's also, um, let's see, there's also a scenario which is similar to that in the app on one of the campaigns, one of the new campaigns, I think, where I beat the uh, AI simply by buying explorers and scrapping for damage, which is not a very tactical or fun way to play the game. But anyway, in the case of a stalled trade row, I suppose it is a strategy. All right, that's it for today. And that's going to do it for today's episode of the minicast. Big thanks to Mark Zilla for calling in and everybody that wrote in with their answers. We'll be back soon with more. Big day Wednesday. Darwin Castle comes on the show and we have the Star Realms Grand Prix, the Invitational Finale. Stay tuned for then. I'll see you then. And until then, I'll see you on the realms.